Hey there, travelers. I'm Isabella. I'm Riley. I'm Angelica. And this is True Crime International. So, Isabella, where are you taking us today? We're going to India. India. So excited. Before I start, though, I'm going to give a trigger warning for this case because it does involve the deaths of children. And I feel like I don't even need to say anything else about it. If you're sensitive to that, skip this one because it's not. It's yeah. Uh, So, yeah, today we're going to India, which is a country that is super high on my list. I know I say I want to go to all the countries that we talk about because I do. Uh, But India is like especially high for me. I've worked with a bunch of people from India. I've written script a script for a documentary that was about a place in India. I'm always cooking Indian food. Um, I've also done some like tourism scripts for YouTube videos about India. Um, I've gone out with people from India. I used to live next door to an Indian couple and like they used to cook for me and I would babysit for them. Like India is just so high on my list. I love the country, the food, the culture, everything about and it. And it's it's fun to experience a culture when you have friends and people who are close to you who are from that culture exactly because then there's like a like you understand what they're talking about when they talk about the place which is cool Mm -hmm. like i always get so excited when i meet people from india because talking to them about their culture is just one of my favorite things because india india is such a diverse country like not even any indian person can describe all of the different subcultures mm-hmm. and groups and all of that stuff in their country which is why it's so interesting to talk to people from india because they all have such different stories and backgrounds and it's just super fascinating and i love hearing mm-hmm. about how they celebrate holidays like diwali and holi and it's just awesome so it's yeah. super high on my list i need some more travel experience before i go because india even though i'm super excited and passionate about it it's still a lot. Um, and as much as I love to meet Indian people, I would never want to meet the women that we're talking about today. So no. we are talking. I can't imagine anyone would. No, we're talking about a mother and her daughters. So the mother was named Anjana and her daughters are Ranuka and Seema. Ranuka was born in 1973 and Seema in 1975. They are half-sisters. Um and they are some of the most horrible people in all of India. So they're from a city called Pune, which is the ninth largest city in India. And it's like a three-hour drive away from Mumbai. Um, and Jana was originally from Nashik, which is four and a half hours away from Pune. It's kind of like these cities, like Pune, Nashik, and uh, Mumbai are like in a triangle on the map. Yeah, that's kind of what I was picturing. Yeah, like Mumbai is in the middle. Uh, Nashik is to the north and Pune is more to the south. So I don't know much about Anjana's early life, um, but I do know that she fled to Pune with a truck driver in the early 70s. He abandoned her soon after uh, Renuka was born. Little is known about these early days, but it's speculated by the prosecution in this case that Anjana's abandonment was what set her off down the path that she took and that she and her daughter were only able to scrape by through stealing, which was, quote, Uh, the one skill Anjana had. And considering everything Anjana did uh, and taught her daughters to do, I believe that 100%, but we will get to that in a little bit. Also, it's just, that makes me sad that, like, 
these things happened to her and that's kind of like what led her down this path like imagine yeah. what kind of things she could have done if if she wasn't abandoned and i'm still not gonna to feel raise bad her daughter for her, no 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 <laughs> i'm feeling bad for her pre yeah things that she did yeah <laughs> i'm feeling bad for her in 1972 yeah <laughs> yes I, I, like everything she does off to 1975 no yeah no not. i don't feel bad but pre-1975 i feel a little bad yes yeah yeah for sure so in Poon, Anjana married a soldier, but he left soon after Seema was born, and he was Seema's father. Anjana oh, got married again uh, to a man back in Nashik, but then when she arrived at his house with two little girls, he was like, uh, uh-uh, no, I didn't sign up for this and refused to take them in. So mm-hmm. it was just the three really of them. You guys are really douchey. Yeah, what the like, hell? Jesus. Also, like- also, wait, why did he, why did... Why did they get married and she didn't tell him that she had daughters? Yeah, I have no idea. There's a lot of gaps like in, the, in this story. Um, in in my research, in in general with India, I've done so much research on different parts of India and culture and statistics and all this stuff. There are there's a lot of gaps in a lot of areas of India, and it's just sheer you know population density and also he, like all the different amounts of culture. It's just, they just really don't keep great track of stories all the time unless it's happening yeah. to people that are more prominent. Um, mm-hmm. But because these people were poor, we we just don't we just don't know as much. So we really don't know much about these women's lives, except that they lived in poverty. And Anjana's way of trying to survive was through stealing. And she taught her children how to steal. She would have them beg. She would teach that. She like she taught them how to pick people people's pockets. Um, and pick she like pickle pocket. <laughs> she would pick people's pockets. This this whole story has serious like Oliver Twist vibes. Oh man, Oliver Twist. I had wait who 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 was the who was the uh Oliver Twist's like little bad boy guide? What was his name again? I don't remember. I had the Oliver Twist is. You don't know Oliver Twist by Charles Dickens? <laughs> oh my god. No. What the Oliver, fuck? There's Oliver. even like a version with dogs. Um, yeah. But... Am I an English major? Absolutely I, not. I it was still a big movie in the 60s. They made it into a musical, like yeah it's like okay nor I, was I, I alive in the 60s i mean well no but just because know. it came out in the 60s doesn't mean you had to have been alive in the 60s to see it have you seen the sound of music have you seen mary poppins no. come on no you haven't seen either of those <laughs> no <laughs> riley i need to have a serious discussion with you i'm more of an you 80s movie type person please please someone someone tell me one day if you're listening to this who the like older boy who was like also a a thief in Oliver? Joy, Twist Emma, life. Laura, this is directed towards you because Just, I know that you will comment on the Instagram yeah, post. Please. Someone tell me because <laughs> I have the know. biggest crush on this little boy or <laughs> this little boy, this teenage boy. When I was a teenager, I would like to. <laughs> I would like to say. Mm. But I'm still surprised you've never heard it because it's still by Charles Dickens, which is one of the most famous authors yeah. ever. You heard of Great Expectations? Maybe. <laughs> I know who Charles Dickens is. I just don't know a lot of his work because I never really cared enough to know. <laughs> I mean, I've read plenty of Dickens. It's fine. Oh, fuck. It's Man, fine. I'm so annoyed right now. I need to... I'm going to go crazy thinking about this Oliver Twist thing. 
We're gonna. I'm just gonna wait on you before I yep, continue. Thank you. <laughs> I'm looking at the. I'm trying to find the musical. It was just called Oliver with an exclamation point. All the pictures are like old people. <laughs> I have a was feeling it Bill? it's this 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 one with the hat. Yeah. And it definitely wasn't this version that I had a crush on because no. No, it wasn't the musical? No. That's the only one I watched growing up. But who do you recognize Boy and Hat? Well, yeah, but I don't remember I don't remember the characters' names from all what of is, the What is what is it with me and Boy, man in hat, <laughs> Richard. <laughs> man in hat, Richard. <laughs> okay. He, the, the name of the character was the Artful Dodger. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, that's it. Weird. The Artful Dodger. I think they just called him Dodger. Yes, yes, yes. I had a crush on Dodger. Um, Maybe that was the start of my crush, crushes crush. on anti-heroes. Well, if you are familiar with Oliver Twist, this story has very serious Oliver Twist vibes, but is worse. Um, so anyway, like she would have her children beg, she would have them pick people's pockets, and they would just outright steal things from people at places like railway stations and temples. Um, but Anjana, she she wasn't just having them do it, like she got her hands dirty as well. And she was she was fucking bold. She would straight up snatch like gold chains off people's necks and then just book it. Just run. Damn. And in total, she was arrested 125 times for theft, for like petty theft and pickpocketing. Jesus. I, but wow, that's nuts. Right? Like if you're traveling, keep your shit safe. My boyfriend's aunt uh, got her what uh her wallet pickpocketed um outside of notre dame in paris like it, ha- it can seriously happen anywhere so if you're traveling yeah. put your stuff in a zipped uh like backpack uh if you have a shoulder bag keep it sort of like in front of you just don't keep stuff in your pockets you won't get pickpocketed easy be safe keep a keep a hand on your purse or yeah your bag. leave valuables at the hotel in the safe I went to Europe for two weeks a couple summers ago, and I got so used to carrying my purse like on the front of me instead of on the back of me that that's just how I carry it mm-hmm. all the time now. It's like a nice little hand rest. Oh, yeah. I also, though, sometimes when I'm traveling, because I try to keep my stuff safe as much as possible, but when I'm carrying a purse, I don't like to carry it on the front of me because I feel like that makes me look like a tourist, which makes me more of a target. So <laughs> there's a balance there. But I feel like if it's zipped, it's less likely to get stolen. Or if it, it like it doesn't have to be fully to the back of me, but it could be like on my hip at the side. Cause I don't want to stand out as a tourist, you know? Yeah. Which in Europe it's stuff like that. It's how you wear your clothes. That's what makes you stand out. In India, I'm gonna stand out no matter what. Yeah, you yeah. white as hell. I do be pale. Okay, sorry, where did we leave? So Renuka and Sima I wasn't following. Well, uh, I the last thing I said was Anjana was arrested 125 times for petty theft. Oh, do you, you feel? Oh wait, yeah, she's, she's the mom. mom. No, yeah. sorry, never mind. <laughs> she's the one that started all of this. But Renuka and Sima grew up only knowing how to steal. They weren't taught any other skills because that's what they needed in order to get by. Um, in 1989, Renuka married a man named Kieran Sheend who became an accomplice in the family business. Wait, she was like 16. Yeah. 
Jesus Christ, that is terrifying. And so Renuka and wait. Anjana was 16? Oh. Renuka. No, Renuka. Huh. Y'all need to pay attention to my names. <laughs> <sighs> so Renuka and Kieran uh had a son named Ashish, and one day uh when he was a toddler, like 18 months older ish. Uh, Renuka was pickpocketing people outside of a temple, just like a normal day, normal normal day's work. Um, but she was caught by one of the people she was stealing from, and that person, understandably, was pissed off and started yelling at her, which ended up drawing a crowd and like all this attention to her. And she was like, "No, no, 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 no! It wasn't me. How could it be? Look, I have a small child with me. A mother and child could never do anything like that. We would never steal. That's so unholy. We're just here to pray. We're at a temple. What?" And it worked. Yeah, I would. Like, I would yeah, okay. I and they would let her go. Too, to be honest. Honestly, I find children suspicious. <laughs> so lucky. <laughs> you just see the viral is like, that's <laughs> up to no that's good. I'm just right going to automatically be like. Mm. So later, Renuka told her mother about what happened and how she had gotten away. And Anjana was like, hmm, interesting. And so this is how. It all started. But what is it, I hear you ask? Why kidnapping and murdering children, of course? Only logical oh, thing to that do. That was a big jump. It, it, right? That was a big jump. Yep. <laughs> We're going to get really serious really quickly here. So a new rule was imposed for Anjana, Renuka, and Seema. None of them would go out stealing without a child. So they began abducting children from Poon and Nashik, as well as some other smaller towns, suburbs around. But don't worry, because Kieran had a job too. Remember, he was part of the family business. He was the getaway driver. She said, don't have more children. Just take them. No, they did have more children. But like, we, she was like, we need more. That's fucked up. We need more, more children. Because mm-hmm. how are you going to pickpocket when you're trying to watch three kids? Exactly. So Fucking idiot. I have, the question I have and really want to know is how did they get a car? Because one of the things that remains really unclear to me is how they lived. I I know they, like, were they just stealing to s- scrape by? Were they somewhat comfortable? Did they buy the car? Did they steal it? I don't know. I feel like when you have one, two, three, four to five people stealing and begging on a daily basis, you're probably then making enough money to live comfortably yeah i don't i don't really know um but then again i have no idea what living in india at the time was like so i really can't make those kinds of assumptions that but also because they were they were they were abducting children like uh nashik is a good almost four and a half hours away from Poon. Like it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't like a, a quick, you know, just going to hop on over there sort of thing. So I'm not even entirely sure which city they were calling home. I think Poon, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. I feel as if they probably stole the car and they were probably mostly, I hate to say it, uh, concerned about how like themselves surviving and they probably weren't taking care of the children like i don't think that there was like that was their priority so i wouldn't be surprised if like they were scraping by by making sure they had enough um to like eat and to live with 
but they probably weren't concerned that the children did too. Yeah. So how were they getting these children? They had a few methods, but the biggest one was they would just snatch them. So the first child they stole was a one-year-old boy named Santosh who Renuka stole from a beggar. They took him to a temple in Kolapur, where Seema got caught pickpocketing by a man uh, who then started beating her. Oh my god. And Jana's solution to this situation was to throw Santosh to the ground, hurting his head. Oh my god. What is that going to do? Well, it worked because people were suddenly sympathizing with this woman that had an injured child. Remember, they're outside of a temple, so people are already in a different sort of mindset. They're in a holier mindset, a yeah. more forgiving mindset. So, um, you know, she was sympathized and sympathized with, and it created enough of a distraction for them to be able to get away. And they headed to a bus station where they stole three purses, but Santosh kept crying because his head was bleeding. He had a head injury. He was just thrown to the hard ground. So he then became a liability and Anjana decided he was now too much trouble. He was more trouble than he was useful because he was crying a lot. That's going to draw attention. They don't want that. They don't want attention on them. So she bashed his head against an electricity pole until he died and dumped his body at a rickshaw stand. Fuck. You like, Jesus bitch. It's so fucked up because they're like essentially I mean like playing God or whatever because they're using these children for like their own gain and then mm-hmm. they're deciding when they've had enough of them and so they they shouldn't get to live anymore. Which is so fucked up they just see these children as objects and that was just the first one so the next one that we know of was a boy named naresh who was kidnapped at just nine months old he was starved and beaten to death and they didn't want to keep him around because he cried too much and again that drew too much attention to them they could not have criers then there was god forbid a child cry a a nine-month-old baby literally who you're starving. What do you expect? That's what babies I... do. Wow. Then there was Banva, who was an 18-month-old girl who they bound, gagged, and drowned in a toilet at a cinema. And then in 1993, they abducted... A cinema? Hold on. A cinema is just a very... Why a cinema? I don't know. Maybe there weren't any movies going on, but like it's a place that's always unlocked. I'm, I'm, I'm really not sure. That is so weird. Also, I feel like it could, like, really throw if, like, there were people investigating this uh, during the time. It could, like, really throw them off because they're just dumping these children, like, wherever they please. So it's hard. That's the thing, though, is no one was really investigating anything because they weren't taking children from families with money. They were taking children from beggars. They They were also buying children from beggars as well. But mostly stealing them. Like the, these children were living in the slums. They were among the poorest in India. And so uh-huh. the thinking was, and unfortunately it was true, that these are the children that fewer people are going to miss, which means there's not going to be a huge uproar about it. And they're stealing, they're like they're kidnapping children from multiple cities. And that was a way to throw people off. 
So that way, yeah, um, it wasn't like, oh, there's a whole bunch of kidnappings going on in this area of Poon. These kidnappings were happening all around the areas surrounding Mumbai. Like it was Mumbai and Nashik and Poon and a whole bunch of other places. They were just everywhere. And so there was no real way for people to keep track of what was going on, which is unfortunate. So in 1993, they abducted three children from two different train stations in Mumbai. The first was at so at the first train station, they um, abducted a one-year-old boy named Bunti and a two-year-old girl named Swati. Uh, and then at the other station in Mumbai, they kidnapped a two-year-old boy named Guru. And it's unclear how or why, but the women murdered Bunti and Guru and disposed of their bodies. I have no idea what happened to Swati. But we do know that they didn't kill all of the children that they were kidnapping. And what'd they do with them? Don't know. It's fucked up. Oh, oh that's weird. Yeah, okay. I, I'm assuming, well, they suck. They probably could have abandoned them or continued to yeah. use them. I think they abandoned yeah. them. I think they abandoned, they either killed or abandoned the children when they no longer became useful. I'm so mad. Oh, yeah. This this yep. case is rage-inducing. Yeah. In 94, they kidnapped another two-year-old girl named Anjali. And Renuka and her husband were the ones that killed her and disposed of the body together. So, like, couple bonding, I guess. It's like a date night. But the thing is, also, Renuka and Kiran were still having children together. I they didn't deserve no. to have children. Also, like, like I'm, I'm not a mother, and I don't, I don't really think I'm a person with super strong maternal instincts. I'm kind of weird around children, but I don't understand how you can have children of your own and then murder others. I don't understand how You're you can sadistic. have such oh, a separation in your head. Like, well, I think that's like, um, maybe like a psycho sociopathic yeah. tendency. Yeah. If I had to guess. I mean, maybe it's like because Renuka was brought up stealing, maybe she really just sees the kids as objects, like as tools in her job and just cannot actually see these children as children. And the only children that are children are her children. You know what I mean? That sounds like something mental. Yeah. Like a. That sounds like some mental disorder that I can't put. Yeah. Into. If you can, that would be cool as hell. Um. But I, d I don't have anything for it. This is just my theory. Because yeah. it, it just doesn't make any sense in my brain. Like, I, doesn't, I, I, I can't see how in a, in a healthy brain uh, you could disassociate, you know, like one child from another. You know what yeah. I mean? That's fucked up. Yeah. Then there was a boy named Raja who was kidnapped from a bus station and later killed. In 1995, they went a little bit older and kidnapped a four-year-old boy named Pankaj. Uh, and he became a huge liability because, uh, like, when people were walking by, he would just go up to them and be like, hey, these aren't my parents. <laughs> and he would start telling them about uh, his real parents, um, which, good for him, he tried to get himself rescued. But he couldn't get away from the women, and they hung him upside down and bashed his head against a wall until he died. If and someone came up to me, if a child came up to me and said, these aren't my real parents, and then started talking to me about their real parents... 
the odds of me then picking up that child and taking it back to its real parents or finding a police officer like are probably pretty high yeah i don't know if he like i I don't know all the specific circumstances around it like he could have just been saying these things in and you know in a crowded area and so people didn't really hear or anything or maybe they did a really good job of uh being like oh he's being silly we are his real parents sort of thing or maybe he, they were like i'm his aunt obviously he has real parents yeah something like that like they that one really hurts because this four-year-old boy knew what was going on and knew he was in danger and tried to get back to his family and that one really like they all break my heart but that one breaks my heart the most because he clearly knew what was going on all in all, they kidnapped anywhere from 13 to 40 children. And That's a pretty big gap. Yeah. Um, the gap is because uh, there are a lot of missing, like, they, they like looked around at a lot of missing children and were like, could have been them, but unconfirmed. Yeah, it's like Got that it. case we did in Brazil where they weren't sure if the missing children could mm-hmm. be linked not exactly it's definitely at least 13 um they can confirm 13 but it could be anywhere up to 40 and they are confirmed to have murdered at least nine children and they probably would have kidnapped and killed even more if it weren't for anjana's biggest weakness her second husband so if you remember he had left anjana with two children to take care of and anjana and her daughters held deep resentment for him but he allegedly left them because he hated all of the stealing. He hated having to deal with the police constantly. And he hated having to bail Anjana out of jail like every fucking week or something. And that's why he left because they were Yeah, I up. would too. Okay. Yeah. I would leave, but also maybe maybe take the two small children like and save them from that lifestyle. He's giving me yeah. real Charlie vibes from the Nanny Doss case. It's like, eh, I'm worried about me. But, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, at least take Seema because Seema was his biological daughter. Renuka was not. Yeah. They're half siblings. But Seema is his daughter. But he was just like, nah, I'm out. I can't do this. Um, and the three of them never forgave him, especially Anjana. She hated him. But they were actually still in contact because, like I said, he was Seema's father. And in 1996, Anjana, Renuka and Seema were staying with him, his new wife, and their young daughter in Nashik. I would have never let him, or I would have never let Anjana stay with me. Like, I would let the children, but, oh, well, they're not even children anymore. No, they're grown-ass women I probably would be like, knowing your reputation and the fact that I now have a young daughter myself, but he wouldn't have known. How could yeah. he? No one knew yeah. what was going on. Outside of those four, outside of the, the three women and the husband, no one knew. They had no reason. Like, he had no reason to think that th- they were going around stealing children. That's messed up. And like, they had been keeping contact this whole time. It's not like they were suddenly in contact again. But Anjana had so much hatred in her and all three of the women, but she was definitely leading. They kidnapped the ex-husband's daughter. She was nine years old. But instead of using her to steal, they just straight up murdered her to get revenge on the man that left. The anger must have been so blinding in Anjana. 
It is. Like, I imagine there, there must have been, like, some sort of argument to lead her to do this or because, like, there's no way it could have been that premeditated because Anjana was a lot of horrible things, but she was not stupid. And yeah. kidnapping and killing your ex-husband's daughter while you're staying with him is peak stupidity, in my opinion. Yeah. So I, I have to imagine there must have been some sort of, like, cataclysmic argument going on that night like something to just really enrage her and just like want that revenge right now no matter what sort of thing I hate them. oh they're awful yep. and like I said they were fucking staying with them when they murdered this poor little girl what did they think was gonna happen I don't get it so the little girl's mother knew exactly who had killed her daughter and she called the police and all three women were arrested brought into custody so one of the investigators remembers that they were pretty difficult witnesses and commented about Anjana that she, quote, would just sit there and look. Never once did that woman crack. Jesus. But the weak link among them? Guess who the weak link was? The husband. Yeah, no. Kieran. No. It was Seema. Seema. She Seema. looks like she would be the weak link. Seema. She cracked. And I mean, come on, they murdered her half-sister. Mm -hmm. I I can I can really picture her like being you know that this is it for me this that was her half sister. Seema broke down in the interrogation room and she told them everything like I mean everything and I don't think she even had to because they were there for the last murder, not for all the others. Again, the police didn't know, but she told them enough that they were like, oh shit. So they went to their home. The police went to the women's home and they found all kinds of stuff like discarded children's clothing and photos of unknown children at the birthday parties of Renuka's children. Huh. And that's pretty fucking damning, if you ask me. Yeah. Literally. So all three women were subsequently arrested for kidnapping 13 children and murdering nine. But remember, it could be anywhere up to 40 children kidnapped. Jesus. I don't think it would be that many because I think there would be more dead if that were the case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is only a six year span. That's a lot of children. It really is. Yeah. I think it definitely could be more than thirteen, but forty, I don't I don't buy that number as much. Also, like I'm assuming they had some sort of residence that was like a permanent residence. And if there would have yeah. been that many children, like seeing there coming and going different children at different times i feel like at least someone would have caught on yeah but i mean they were bold because renuka was having birthday parties for her children and the kidnapped children were there yeah that's fucked up yeah they must have just constantly been like oh this is my niece this is my nephew sort of thing yeah i don't know how they swung that one so before the trial in 1997 Anjana died in custody, and that pisses me off. From what? Like, old age? I, don't, I think she, she was sick or something. But she deserved she so much worse. I can only hope that her death was painful. Yeah. Fuck you, Anjana. I, I can feel for you somewhat at the beginning, but you made very conscious and horrible choices. Literally. Oh, yeah. Those children didn't do anything to you. They were not the reason that you had a hard life. Like, you're, you're no. shit. But that still left Renuka and Seema. The trial finally began in 1998, and it lasted for three years. Not a one-day trial. No, not a one-day trial. 
Um, that is referencing a layover that we just recorded. It's over on our Patreon. You can check it out. Anyway, um, during the trial, Kieran turned against his wife in exchange for immunity in his part of the sadistic kidnapping. I saw that coming. (laughs) No way was he going to be loyal. (laughs) I get it. I just don't particularly like it. Yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling, even if he didn't get uh, jail time for this, I feel as if somewhere down the line he was put into jail that's my hope at least because i don't that's like my him hope either. i mean because he definitely helped kill yes. at least one of the children yeah and he drove the getaway car for all the kidnappings but they were like you testify against your wife you good and he was like didn't like her that much say anyway. no more <laughs> so in the end ranuka and Seema were found guilty of six of the nine murders, though one was later overturned in a high court ruling. So now they're uh, officially guilty of five murders. But a fat lot of good it did, though, because they were both handed the death penalty. And they were the first women to be given the death penalty in India in 72 years. They deserved it, though. I mean... yeah. And when I say that, I mean, they were the first people to be sentenced, like to be handed the sentence. Um, I'm not talking about it being carried out because there was a hanging in 1955, I believe. But still, gotcha. first like yeah. death penalty given to women, to women in 72 years. So that sentence was given in 2001. And as far as I'm, as far as I know, they're still alive. Um, they are two of 13 women currently sitting on death row in India. One of them is um, a woman that planted a car bomb in Mumbai and killed 55 people. Oh, my God. For what? Yeah. She planted a car bomb and killed 55 people. No, for why did she plant the car bomb? Oh, sorry. Um, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> no, look into it. I just saw it. It was in one of the articles, like one of my sources. Like they just were like, they're one of, you know, they're two of these women. And here's another one. She did this really bad thing. I don't know why. Gotcha. Some extremist bullshit, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So the sentences have yet to be carried out, but they've been trying to get them overturned or at least reduced to life in prison as opposed to hanging. Because as as far as I could tell from my research, uh, death sentences in India are pretty much still all done by hanging, which old fashioned, but effective, I guess. And in 2014, they even made an appeal to then president Panrap Mukherjee uh, and like to try and get the sentences over 10 like to get him to pardon them and he was like lmao no <laughs> and so they're still on death row absolutely <laughs> he not. said he was like no absolutely not you mm-hmm. got you bitches stay there renuka and seema really don't think that they deserve to be hanged for their crimes and look we've made our opinions on the death penalty pretty well known on this show before and i am not here to say whether or not they deserve it but their argument is that their mother was the ringleader and made them do everything that they did. And I mean, obviously she was the ringleader and she was the worst among them. I'm not going to dispute that for a second, but you too were not only complicit in everything she was having you do, but you were active participants. And it's not like you were children the no. whole time. When they were arrested, they're in the you know mid to late 20s. They had autonomy. They, had, they, they could have left. They knew how to steal on their own, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm sorry, your argument is terrible and fuck off. Your sentence is your sentence. If they, if that's what the court thinks you deserve, come on. Because you clearly did. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's not like it's not like a case where I'm like, well, I don't like the death sentence because what if they didn't do it? Then that's like a wrongful death. But 
also, no, they absolutely yeah. did it. When when was the conviction again? Two thousand one. Okay, well, they've been suffering for nineteen years at this point, sitting yeah. in jail. So, I mean, either way, whether they sit in jail for the rest of their lives or they get hanged with the death penalty, at least they're suffering because they deserve yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, they're trying to get special treatment just because they want the worst one. Absolutely not. No. You still Absolutely did. Absolutely not. Like, it was pretty, it was pretty split in thirds yeah. as to who did terrible shit. Like, like yeah. you said, Isabella, like, they never decided to stop. They they exactly. never made that choice. They never took a minute of self-reflection and were like, oh, maybe maybe we should stop. Maybe we should turn ourselves in. Yeah. And even Seema, who was the one that confessed, yeah. uh, clearly she was always the weakest link. But you still you still didn't confess to the police until you were brought in for a yeah. murder. You could have gone to the police earlier. You could have you could have just left. You could have just left. Yeah. yeah. And Renuka, you were married. Yeah, you were old enough. You were married. You had you had the resources to leave. Yeah. And I understand that mothers can be really controlling and overbearing. It can be difficult to leave mm -hmm. situations like that. But if you really don't think you deserve like it, it's just the fact that they don't think that they deserve what they're getting. Yep. It's like you did these horrible things and you made active choices to be complicit participants Literally. in it. So yep. and I'm pretty sure that's why the president was like, absolutely not. You guys are gonna hang for this. Yeah. I still don't agree with yes, the death penalty, you but are. this is the sentence you got, and you got it for a very good reason. So that is the case of the women that kidnapped and murdered children for purses and probably watches wallets phones that sort of thing maybe yeah there weren't really many phones in the freaking 80s and 90s but whatever no matter what they were taking they this is fucked up whatever floats it your little really boat uh, you can come follow us on social media if you want to see pictures from this case, if you want to see the women. Actually, Seema is beautiful. Um, I think both of them are beautiful, but Seema especially is really, really beautiful. Not that that changes anything, but I was just like, wow, she is a beautiful woman. Anyway, you can come see pictures from the case over on our Instagram at truecrimeintl. We also have a Facebook group. You can just type in True Crime International. If you join that group, you can come chat with us about any of these cases. If you have any insights on this, if you're from India, um, come talk to us about this case. We are so interested. Do you remember this? Uh, do you know anything about the women now? Would love to hear any and all thoughts. Anything. Or if you just want to tell me about your life in India, do. Cool. I, lo I love Indian <laughs> culture. We love if you want. If any of you out there want to tell us about your cultures, please do. We love it. It's our favorite. Um, we also have a Patreon. It's only one level right now, five dollars a month. Um, if you wanted to contribute to it, we would be endlessly grateful. Um, if you join the Patreon, you get at least three extra bonus pieces of content a month. You also get a shout out on the show. Um, and is that all the things? That is all the I things. That's all the things. Okay, cool. I feel like I'm missing something. 
I don't think so. Well, that that's it for today, y'all. Um, we hope you've. I mean, honestly, I don't. I'm not sure if you uh, could enjoy listening to this. Yeah, one. I don't know if we um, really no, want you to enjoy this one. <laughs> But we do hope you learned something new and that you just, as always, enjoy your stay here at True Crime International.